0: What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Off The Record. I'm your host Imogen Marshall and as always please remember to rate if you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. Now before we welcome this week's guest we have the news. (laughs) So this week saw the end of CMA Fest, so everyone was coming back to the UK. But we've had some really uh, amazing news that Luke Combs got asked to become a member of the Grand Ole Opry, which is obviously a huge honor. And honestly, seeing that video, I don't know, but it made me cry. Um, It was just an amazingly emotional video. And obviously it's an amazing moment for every artist, but it really was wonderful. And I've always been a big, Big supporter of Luke Combs's music, so um, yeah, just felt it was an amazing thing to see. So, everyone go check that out, it's all available on YouTube. In other news, there's been a bit of an outcry to Marin Morris's announcement that she's going to be posing for Playboy. The pictures come out this week. Um, honestly, I think it just is a mark of how much the industry needs to renovate and you know push itself into the 21st century. Um, they're really beautiful, actually really beautiful photos, and um, I think there'll be a post on Entertainment Focus um, talking about that, so I think that'll be well worth checking out, there's been some really interesting articles come out about this, Um, and yeah, I just think that Mara Morris is just such a star, and she's always pushing the boundaries and being really brave with what she does, Um, and this is just another mark of that. Midland have announced that their Let It Roll album will be available later this summer, so I think we're all so excited for that. Um, obviously their first album did so well, um, I just can't wait to see what they do next. Chris Lane, today, uh, if you've had some sneaky news, that he's um, released some more dates um, for his UK stint. Um, there's a uh, slot at Cadogan Hall, so I can't wait to... I think. Chris Lane's not that known in the UK but I know he's supporting Brad Paisley later this year and I think it'll be really exciting to see what he does with the UK audience and his response to them as much as their response to him. In terms of releases this week we had Clara Bond release her Baby Even On My Mind single which I believe is her best word to date. Obviously Triple Friend is another one under Triple Friend Entertainment but it really is a gorgeous song so please all remember to give it a support, go follow it, go download it on Spotify, iTunes and everywhere you get your music. Hunter Hayes released his new single One Good Reason which is just it just really shows the power of Hunter's voice absolutely stunning tone to his voice in this track and um I just love the new approach that he's taking with his music it's obviously really exciting to see Hunter release new music after quite a long pause to f- figure out what his sound is going to be like next but um really great really great tune Jenna Paulette, who you might not all be familiar with, released her new track, Wild Like the West. And honestly, I think she's going to be huge. I think she is fantastic. So make sure to check out that single. And finally, Chris Young released his hugely emotional new single, Drowning. Um, Obviously, Chris Young is just, he's got one of the most unique, beautiful voices in country music. And this track just really showed that off again. So that's been your news for this week. (laughs) So I'm so excited to bring you our guest for this week, who's the lovely Hayley Witters. She's written for the likes of Martine McBride, Little Big Town, cut to her song Happy People with um, Laurie McKenna. She'll be hitting the road later this year with Laurie and joining the girl tour for some, t- some tour dates, including Radio City Music Hall. So her latest single, um, The Days, is out everywhere now, but obviously make sure to check out her single tenure town which is how she earned so much attention recently. Please welcome Haley Wetters. Hello. Hi how are you? Good how are you doing? Doing really well thank you. Oh my gosh it's really Yay. good it's really good to talk to you. Um, you've had the most insane few months um, like I just can't hand, handle how amazing it must be. It must be I guess kind of like obviously you've been in the industry for so long but it must feel like, it's still, like, a pinch-me moment of how everything's going at the moment.
1: Oh, yeah. It's insane. Like, it just kind of surpassed any expectations I yeah. had. And so it just... It feels so amazing. Yeah. It's been so cool to see just that little song doing so much, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. And so, going back, you grew up in... I'm definitely going to pronounce this wrong, but Shueville Iowa? Yes. Shueyville, <laughs> Iowa. So, who were, like... um I guess can you like describe that to an English audience kind of what was what was it like growing up there kind of what inspired you and what what was it like
1: yeah well I grew up in the middle of a (laughs) cornfield and um this little midwest town
0: yeah
1: um and you know life moves slow and it's like in high you know I when I was young I used to hate there, like being there and wanting to get yeah. out and like move to a city or something like that you know but like I'm really grateful for my time there I and that it kind of like that I didn't have this upbringing that was just like surrounded in music yeah. and I was kind of able to discover it on my own yeah that's kind of cool um, actually kind of cool you know and being able to grow up without like you know the pressures of trying to be somebody <laughs> yeah um but it was just amazing. Now, like that, I'm older. I just I love Iowa so much, yeah. and I'm so inspired by where I'm from. And I always say, like our claim to fame, we have Grant Wood, the, pa- <laughs> the American Gothic painter, actually grew up in my hometown. Oh, Yeah. And then we have John Wayne was born in Winterset, Iowa and uh, okay. Mark Wayne wrote for the Muscatine Journal and quoted Muscatine, Iowa as having the best sunset he'd ever seen. So
0: there you go. That's, that's and that's a pretty big claim three, to fame.
1: Three, you know, claim to fame. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so you grew up on a big, um, I remember reading that like your influences sort of growing up, um, it was the really like traditional kind of country music. Is that still the case that you kind of draw your inspiration from the sort of, um, you know, the Patsy Cline's and Johnny Cash's, that old stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, somewhat. Like, I yeah. love country music and yeah. just the tradition of country music and the history of it. Like, I kind of grew up, you know, honestly, I don't even think I had my first, like, album until I was probably in fifth grade or something. Yeah. I just kind of, like, lived on country radio And um, really just had no idea, like, anything about the music business or how it worked or anything. So I kind of just discovered my own. My grandma had given me a small, like, collection of records. Yeah. um, And I kind of just started digging through that. And that's how I kind of got turned on to, like, Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline. Yeah. You know, I moved to Nashville, and it's such a songwriter town. So I started digging for, um, digging through songwriters and, you know, kind of just finding my ways to music is yeah. what I love and you know but I've always loved country music and yeah. the way that it tells stories and it's yeah. about real life and to me that's like the thing that makes it so special is just the
0: I feel words. I share you know, I share that
1: lyrics that. have always made country so special
0: yeah but for me that's what's so special about it is that songwriting and like yeah, just how every song is just well not every song, but most songs are just so relatable and that's what I love I love about mm-hmm. it as well. And when did you kind of sort of start um getting into music yourself, like performing? Was it have you have you always been performing or is it um, something that came a bit later on?
1: No, I mean it kinda came to me later. I mean I always have had a knack for writing. I've yeah. always you know, whether or not I knew I was good I didn't ever know, you know, my teachers kind of identified that I had a strength in writing and kind of encouraged me to keep writing. Perform Like, I, somehow it's so strange because no one in my family has any musical background or talent or anything. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just this weird thing that I was even, you know, had this draw to it. Yeah. And, like, where I'm from, you know, we don't have a music scene or anything. So it, I was kind of just, you know, having to learn on my own and whatnot. Yeah. But I never really... I didn't start playing guitar until I was probably 15 years old. Okay. And when I, you know, my guitar teacher taught me a few chords and, you know, I I love the Dixie Chicks and I knew that they wrote their songs. So I was like, okay, I need to write my own song. Yeah. So I started writing and, you know, started playing like just kind of some small bars and stuff in my hometown. (laughs) I mean, it's like there is nothing really there and so You make you know, the entertainment trying to find any gig I could. You yeah. Know? I think I played like at a Chinese food restaurant <laughs> actually once. Like it was just so many random places, yeah. people's backyards, bars, anything I could do. And then moved down to Nashville, you know, so I yeah. I think I had my first gig when I was probably I mean maybe even 15 or 16 oh gosh, you know so crazy. I definitely got a late
0: start it must be it been crazy then when you when you came to Nashville and was suddenly like oh my gosh there's music all around and there's gigs left right and center and there's just so much going on do you remember much about your first like encounter with Nashville I guess
1: yes so I was like 15 and my mom brought me down here um And we stayed at the Opryland Hotel, and I was just, like, so mind-blown. I expected to see, like, Carrie Underwood walking around. (laughs) Like, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And then we went downtown, and I got to see Broadway and just all the people standing on the street playing with their guitar or, like, the people in the bars. And I was just absolutely in love. We somehow, like, got backstage tickets to go to the opry
0: oh my gosh so that's I the dream remember, anyway like
1: peering behind the curtain and i was like i'm done this is <laughs> it for me this, this is, is all my i want to do yeah and so it was a very big big trip for me yeah. and i went home with basically just my mindset on moving to nashville yeah. as soon as possible. Um, so it made a really big impression on me and yeah like I say like coming from Iowa and like there was not much there musically, yeah. like to go see this community that's just buzzing with music it was just huge
0: and also me. like so, you, you see it and then you're like right that's what I want it's not no longer like this mythical thing in the park like you've seen it you've been to the Opry you know that's where you want to yes. go, I guess. So when when was the it moment... It
1: was love at first sight.
0: Yeah. So when, when, how long after that was it that you decided to sort of just take the trip and move and kind of, yeah, how long how long after that was that?
1: Well, so, you know, I went back home and, yeah. like, I was getting, like, senior year of high school and I was, like, I'm moving to Nashville With yeah. my mom, like, I'm the oldest of six kids. I oh my was gosh. the first to, you know graduate and leave and so I think she was like a little nervous about me moving to I Nashville and not knowing anybody yeah. so she got online and found out Belmont and found they had a music business program Amazing. and knew that like I could if I could get in there I could kind of have a, a safety yeah, net so Belmont was like the only school I applied to because I was pretty much like well I'm moving there no matter what right. so, so if that doesn't if work I get in, yeah <laughs> um but I just applied and I got in, so I moved, Amazing. you know, the day I gra- I graduated and moved down here two yeah. months later, and so 17, I moved down here and Amazing. been here ever since.
0: Yeah, because you've you more than paid your due for that, and like before signing with, Car- then you signed with Carnival back in 2015, no, 20, 20- bit before that. I think that.
1: 2012. 2012, that,
0: think that... that rings more of a bell yeah. to me. <laughs> Um, so kind of like how um, like what was the experience like I guess it's just signing with them like that must have been pretty like amazing moment of when everything's moving
1: yeah I mean carnival like I remember going to a Christmas show that they did when I was still in school and like just seeing Bruce Robinson and, yeah. like, Heather Little was on the roster at that time. And oh, Frank Liddell, the owner, like, got up and made some speech. And, like, I was like, I want to be with
0: these yeah. people,
1: you know. So, Carnival kind of always was my number one. Yeah. And when Emily Sheraldi is um, the one who signed me over there, when oh, she, took, she took me out to breakfast one morning, and was, like, so we want to sign you and I like flipped out I mean it was just an incredible high yeah not often that you get to land with your first choice in um this business so like it was such a great feeling and I love it over there yeah it's always about the music and always about the song It's just so important you know striving to make great music and that's just it's been kind of a lighthouse for me yeah the past few years of just being in town and everything like it feels good to be somewhere where you're kind of accepted for what you do and who you are you know
0: I love that and obviously your first record with them was Black Sheep so that was back in 2015 and you've talked a lot about um being like the Black Sheep in Nashville sort of like what do you what do you mean by that like yeah I guess what's the inspiration behind behind the title
1: yeah, well, I kind of, you know, I was feeling that, like, I was being told that yeah. I felt like the black sheep, you know, yeah. like, I've been felt, like, I've been told that I was, um, you know, too Americana for country, and then I've been told by Americana yep. I was too country for them, so I uh. kind of just was feeling a little bit just, like, where do I belong, yeah. and kind of just decided, like, screw it, I'm just gonna make music that I love, and yeah. let it find its way, and land where it will so yeah. i definitely kind of felt like an outsider in that way um, i can imagine but that was kind of the inspiration behind that song i wrote that song with adam Wright, and we ended up making it like the title track of the record it's
0: yeah, amazing track
1: um yeah and i went out and toured behind that i was on the road for like two years and yeah um kind of took a little time off and yeah we grouped and rewrote and then
0: yeah, new record. Yeah, because also obviously in the interim you've also had a few cuts, which I think must it's must be one of those things which you kind of never. I guess when you when you set out to make music, you never even thought of having cuts and like having songs recorded by other people. But obviously, like Little Big Town and Martina McBride have cut some of your music. So how I guess how did that feel when you got your first cut and yeah, just ah uh, the in, that kind of it feeling. It was amazing. Yeah. I could imagine it must have been. It was
1: just so cool. I mean, it was like, you know, the first feeling, like, I, I remember writing that song, and especially to have that song, be because yeah. I wrote that song completely by myself and for myself, and so when my publisher called and was like, hey, I think Martina's going to cut <laughs> low all afternoon, I was like, what? Like, I, I couldn't believe it, oh. and I just kind of drove down music row and, like, turned it up and was like... This is really cool, and yeah. I mean, nothing tops the feeling of your first cut. It's just such a, like, a just like, you know, so many times yeah. in this business, you're like, what am I doing here, yeah. you know? And so something like that, just, it feels so validating, and it's yeah. just like, you're in the right place, just keep doing what you're doing, and especially like a song like that, like, you know, I feel like it's rare these days to have songs. Yeah be recorded that are like just 100 percenters and yeah you know and so it was like it a really really cool feeling to have martina mcbride who's a legend yeah. and someone you know admiring
0: um and it's just your deviser. brain your, your words have just come out and then she's recorded them it just must be just surreal it's
1: an it's an insane feeling yeah it's an insane feeling
0: and obviously, so now, really excitingly, you've released two new singles recently. So you had Ten Year Town, which was obviously has has done wonders. It's incredible. So you've written with Brandy Clark, um, and it's obviously it talks about all the struggles which loads of artists in Nashville um, feel. Um, was it was it daunting putting out that song because it's just so honest and real and something that all artists must completely relate to.
1: Yeah, it was a little scary
0: just because yeah. it does
1: feel so honest and real, you know? Like, I'd always loved that song, and yeah. I knew the day we wrote it, it was just like therapy, you no. know, because it was just like, we weren't really trying to be on radio or to, no. you know, blow anyone's mind. We were just kind of trying to write what we were feeling.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, it was like, I had some, you know, I had some people be like, don't release that, it sounds a little whiny, and yada yada, oh. and I like... <laughs> You know, it just feels like kind of matter of fact to me, and it's just kind of where I am right yeah. now, and, you know, just kind of an honest
0: yeah, um, honest, you know,
1: point um, of just where, I, where I'm at in my love affair with Nashville, and yeah. so to me, it was like a no-brainer with putting it on the record, and especially starting the record on it, because, you know, the whole concept of this record to me is just defining what the dream means to me yeah. you know and I think when I was 21 like the dream was like oh a tour bus in the stadium yeah thousands of fans and like <laughs> to be famous and you know yeah. obviously like getting older and stuff and realizing like you know the dream is this the dream yeah. is the day today and it's like getting to write songs and do this for a living you know that's, and that's the dream the, to me so yeah. it's like, the record starts on 10 years town because it's kind of like that broken place of where I was and it's yeah. just like what am I doing here and I yeah. think you know I think honestly it's it is so specific to Nashville but it's also universal it's completely I think, universal no if you're yeah. an electrician or you know a school teacher or whatever like we all kind of have that moment where we're like what are we what am I doing with my yeah.
0: life you know I do think it's and like so, one it's such a relatable song like on even if you're what? not on, it's such a relatable song even if you're not a musician yeah. like it's just so many elements that, yeah. that everyone can relate to it
1: totally is it totally is and it's just kind of like just that what am, what am i doing with my life and like just hoping that if you keep you know if you wake up tomorrow and you get a little bit better like it's gonna pay off you
0: yeah know? no i so, completely simplified.
1: yeah i mean it's been insane to see the reaction to that song i know because, you know i don't I don't have like a manager. I don't have a record label. You know, I didn't yeah. have a publicist at the time, and I just kind of we shot this video, and I was like, you know, I want, I definitely want this to be the first thing people hear yeah. because this is where the story starts for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was just like, I think I'm just gonna put the video on
0: and just see media. what happens.
1: Like, you know, no premiere, yeah. nothing. Let's just put it up and see what happens. And. I did not expect everything that happened
0: so (laughs) I just can't it's been really cool it's one of those things that you're like the the song that could and it's just you know obviously off the back of that it's joining the girl tour and everything else that's come off the back of it it just must be kind of crazy and also very um very apt almost that it's that song that's got you there
1: it's pretty insane. Like, yeah. I know, you know, I feel like in this town so much, like, everyone's always, like, picking out the song that yeah. will work at radio. Like, that's kind yeah. of how Nashville still works. It's still very much revolved around country radio and, like, yeah. the single and what's the single and yada yada. And, like, I never would have thought that song would be the song, you know? Yeah. Because it does not apply to, like, it the doesn't, rules that Nashville yeah, tells You makes the song. Yeah. So, it's been such a cool, and, you know, and, like, even talking to Brandy about it, I think she's just, like, kind of blown away, too, and we're both, like, who would have thought? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just moved so many, it's been such a game changer for me, and it's just, it's really cool, it's a really cool feeling to see that, like, it matters to tell your story, and it matters to give an honest interpretation of what you're going through because that's what is going to resonate i do think it's it's refreshing like this good little reminder to me yeah to just like you know write what you know
0: i guess i do think there is a movement back towards um in music generally towards honesty and how people are relating far more to like those really honest and um lyrics and things that people can relate to and they're the songs that people fall in love with almost more yeah. Yeah. I and, totally agree. Yeah. Which is which is a it's it's what I what I what I want, so it's a good thing. And obviously recently also you've released The Days. So can you talk about the inspiration behind that single as well?
1: Yeah, so I was writing with Hillary Lindsay and Ben West that day and yeah. you know, I went in and we were kind of just talking about, you know, Hillary's family was uh selling her childhood home back in mm-hmm. Georgia, the house that she grew up in, and she was kinda of in the midst of that and like you know, it's like all these old memories, and she kind of just had this emotional week back home, like mm-hmm. saying goodbye to that house, and um, all the kind of memories that happened yeah. there and whatnot. We just kind of started talking about life, and, um, you know, for me, I've always struggled with being so far from yeah. my family, you it know, i like nine hours back to Iowa, and just like, I've been here for 12 years now, and yeah. I've always struggled with, like, missing out on things both imagine. just like big things and little things that are happening back home mm-hmm. um you know with my family and friends I'm a huge like yeah. family person so it's it's hard to be here sometimes and feel like you're missing out on a lot of that so um uh, we kind of just wrote that song about that and yeah. just how you know it's so easy to get so caught up in your work and like your professional life but like you know you got to make sure that you slow down and you're just you know making a point to absorb
0: life for sure it
1: just is fleeting and it's passing you by and you know so it's about showing up for for people and for the moments that you know are going to shape who you are you know and just trying to be really present i love the
0: message of it it's just it's you know yeah it's such a message that everyone should you know take on board and like it is just it's a beautiful message so i love it and obviously the rest of the year is a pretty exciting year just to, just a little bit with the album coming out with going on tour with laurie mckenna and with marin so mm-hmm. i guess like what it must just be one of those things where you're like i i the rest of the year i mean obviously the beginning of the year has been crazy but the rest of the year is just going to be insane
1: it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's like, going to be so hasn't fun. It not officially sunk in yet. No. It probably won't until
0: it's like our first show. I
1: know. But I could not, I mean, between the Laurie tour, the Mara tour, I'm also going on tour with Brett Cobb. Of course, yeah, you are. a huge fan of. He's one of yeah. my favorite so- singer-songwriters. Like, I couldn't have picked three better artists to open no. up for. I'm just huge fans of all of them. And incredibly and different. it's such an honor to, like, be included on their tour. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm just like, I am so give it and cannot wait to get back yeah. on the road. I've been dying to get out there yeah. and like sing songs, you know, with a crowd. And so I, I'm so excited. Like I, I can not wait. And I know this year's flying by and, you know, it's going to be here before you know it. So I'm so excited. It absolutely excited.
0: is. And are you going to be releasing new music this year? Is the, is the plan to release the album this year or will it come later on, do you think?
1: Um, so TBD, there's yep. a lot of the way old music parts is going yep. <laughs> on right now and it's all good stuff and all stuff yeah. that's kind of shaking up the plan a little bit. Yeah. But I definitely want to release some part of the record, yeah. you know. Um, if not all of it. Uh and I as of right now I have another uh song coming out on Ooh. June twenty first, I oh, think. Oh, I'm excited. Next, next Friday. Yeah. Um so I'm excited about that. And uh we're just kind of maybe
0: gonna release a few more songs and see what Exciting. happens. Exciting. Exciting. That's so it's um it's just gonna be amazing. I just can't wait for you. It's gonna be wonderful. And I always end with my last few questions. So, wine or whiskey? What
1: what? Wine or whiskey. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's really hard and I can't say both probably
0: huh? no you gotta go one or the other
1: <laughs> um man I love both I love some red wine and I love some whiskey yeah oh the I... heart oh, you know in in ode to my new song that's coming out next week I might just say red wine okay yeah
0: Oh, a little teaser. Um, favorite yes, a
1: little teaser.
0: <laughs> favorite song you've ever written. Favorite song
1: I've favorite song I've ever written. Yeah. So I have a song that no one's heard yet, so it's probably
0: not Ooh. fair to say. But
1: um, I have a song called Jan- "Janice in the Hotel Bar." Oh, okay, that is probably my favorite right now. Oh, I'm excited. That's going to be on the record. Um. And Lowell afternoon is always special to me. Yeah,
0: just course, because yeah. that
1: was my first cut. Also, my song "One More Hell" that I wrote yeah, about my brother. Yeah, that must has be incredibly special. Song for me as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard. so hard. Uh, it's like all of them, depending it's on my mood. my favorite right now.
0: Yeah. Do you have a pre-show ritual? Uh,
1: take a tequila shot.
0: Yes, got to be done. <laughs> any any preference on the tequila brand?
1: ah uh, no not really no. just w-
0: whatever will go <laughs> <laughs> yes record you couldn't live without if you were stuck on a desert island
1: uh gillian welch's time the revelator
0: Ooh. and record you're playing on repeat at the moment
1: record i'm playing on repeat at the moment you know, I'm honestly loving Marin's girl record.
0: Oh, it's so good. I've got it on yellow vinyl. It's so great. And it's my proudest possession at the moment, the yellow vinyl. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, it's so good. Um, what would you name your first headline arena tour?
1: Heartland
0: tour. Ooh. And dream collaboration outside country? Ooh.
1: Um... Dream collab outside of country.
0: I find that so hard because I'm like, do I know any artists outside country music? I'm such a little country
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I I literally people say like Diplo, and I'm like, who's that? I've never heard of them <laughs> because if they're not country, oh, I don't I don't yes. listen to them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Man, I would love to do. I mean, I know she put out a country record, but Cheryl Crow would be really awesome.
0: Oh, yeah that would be really cool and then finally so complete the sentence so music is therapy country music is
1: life
0: (laughs) and Hayley Witters is happy oh I love that love that thank you so much (laughs) for taking the time to chat with me it was so great to talk to you um and I'm just so excited Mm -hmm. for all your music and everything to come this year
1: yes everything is so exciting is and so i hope funny. to get over to the uk yeah, soon. yeah. i'm 12 years into a 10-year town i'm too far in to turn around too old to go back to school won't be much longer i'll be old news i thought i'd be a big star now i'm 12 years into a 10-year town
0: somebody says your name on the tv so thank you so much to Haley for taking the time to chat with me and that will do episode 73 of off the record make sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode with anna crance who's with the likes of ed sheeran and obviously make sure to always rate review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes and to follow us on instagram facebook and twitter all the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com have a great week bye y'all <laughs>